0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Akira. Yeah. Hey, how about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How about that? What up? What up, gang? This is Akira. That's right. And what what do we know about Akira? Akira what do we know about him he's got clout oh yeah that was it he's got clout what was that Hercules Nothing. all right fine <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 what have you bad motherfuckers this is Akira the Don this is Ask Akira this is July the 5th happy July 4th a belated happy July 4th to all my American brothers and sisters celebrating the emancipation from the likes of me Oh, here's Hercules. Hercules is here to say... What are you here to say? Nothing. Alright, good for you. Yo. Get after it, Dr. Pepper. Shouts out to everyone who's locked in early on this live stream. Brandon Barrett, YouTube Hero Alex. Hey, what up, YouTube Hero Alex, you mod. He's one of my new mods. Big up the mods. My dear peers, Sir Peppers, Rust, Miss Superconductor, Ghost Hermit, Lily Lex. Yo. Hey, what up, everybody? super glad you're here very grateful that you're here it's a beautiful day to be alive i am well i'm feeling great i just got back from san diego i was out in san diego with the rebel wisdom crew rebel wisdom you might know they're the documentary team behind the glitch in the matrix documentary the first official jordan peaton documentary lots of other stuff they bang out incredible quality content at an incredible rate and they flew over from the UK this week and uh, spent a couple of days with me. They spent a day with oh my me my in dad. the studio. Hercules? 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 I'm doing a live stream. This means that you can't shout. Alright? You can do all the shouting afterwards. Build that Lego set. Make me proud. Will you make me proud? Yeah, but I don't... Yeah, no buts. Just but the yeah. Yeah, but I can't get connected Lego. Well, I believe in you because you've got clouds. Anyway, yeah, they, they uh, spent a day with me. Here in Don Studios documenting the Meaning Wave process. That was cool. Uh, Had a phone call with Eric Weinstein. That was funny. (laughs) Uh, Then we drove to San Diego yesterday. And I sat down for uh, like six hours or something with uh, possibly the world's leading neurohacker. Certainly one of them. Anyway, that was pretty intense. So that will be uh, coming out soon. That's something for you to look forward to. Pretty mental. Anyway, how are you? How is everyone out there? I hope you're good. It's a beautiful day to be alive. I've got my uh, Fear and loving in Las Vegas shirt. I've got my white Meaning Wave dad cap. I've got my son building a Lego set. It's just, you know, how much more beautiful could the world be? I would like to take this opportunity to thank everyone who's on the Discord, we have a wonderful Discord community building. If you're not in it, you can join it via the link in the description of these broadcasts. And it's a wonderful place. Everyone's very nice. He and... says he loves the world. The world loves you, Her. Yeah, and uh, we've got mods. Shouts out to my mods. Like We've got a mod crew coming together, keeping the place tidy. That's a beautiful thing. I'm very grateful to the mod community. And we also have... Uh, Sir Peppers, shouts out to Sir Peppers, this week Sir Peppers has assembled the questions. So he's, he's been keeping an eye on the Discord and the community tab and the various other places people are leaving questions, and he's assembled them for me, so I didn't have to do that, so thank you very much Sir Peppers. So let's get into this. Let's get right into the action. And actually I'll take the first question from the chat room. YouTube hero Alex says, how's your day going? Yo, it's, it's, it's going wonderfully. It's a beautiful day to be alive. That's how the day is going. It's, I'm in Los Angeles. It, the sun is shining. Uh, I'm hanging out with my kid. He's five. He's called Hercules. He's a very smart little dude. We were on the train having conversations about all sorts of things. He was telling me about the video games he's designed and things like that. And someone said, oh, he's very smart, isn't he? I said, yeah, he is. And Hercules said, what did, dad, what did that man say? And I said he said, "You're smart." And Hercules said, "Yes, I am smart. I know a lot, but I don't know everything." And neither do grown-ups." And I was like, "Yeah, we'll see, that's why you're smart. Because there's some real real so people who think they're super smart out there, and they don't know that. So shout out to Hercules,'re all gone. Ooh. All right. All right. All right. So who were they? That was the, that was the uh, studio audience supporting Hercules. Teresa the Kid says, I have a question. The kids in my house have been wondering. Roblox or Minecraft? Hercules says both, and that's a good answer. Hercules plays both of those. I've observed Hercules playing those. Having a five-year-old is useful. You get to see where the future's going. And is an amazing thing about the future is that this generation, I believe we're calling them Generation Omega, they're a generation who've grown up with a limitless sense of creative possibility. Hercules can sit in my vocal booth playing Minecraft for half an hour on an iPad and then come out and be like, look, Dad, look what I made. And he's made a world. He's made like a whole world. He's built like houses and structures and cathedrals and things. And it's not like... It's, he's copy-pasted existing structures. He's built these things from scratch with little blocks. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. But if we're going to say Roblox or Minecraft, I actually think Roblox has the edge. And the reason I think Roblox has the edge is you can create worlds within Roblox, but you can create worlds within Roblox and get paid handsomely for it. Which means anyone, and you know the the tools to build these worlds are pretty easily. Acquirable. It's not like learning coding. So you can build a world, you can build a game, and if it's good, people will play it. And if they play it, you will get paid. It's kind of like the promise of YouTube, which is perhaps, like, a lot of people seem to think yeah, it's lied a to them. The yes, exactly. Made one and I got $10. Hercules said he made a game and got ten whole dollars. And it was called Fall or Die. Hey, Achilles, if you're going to talk, you have to come up to the microphone. Okay? But anyway, thank you. Yeah, so I think Roblox has got the edge because, like, not only can you create an infinite world, you can get paid for it. So it becomes this sort of self-sustaining world and community. And I actually think this was kind of like a memey joke. The currency within Roblox, which is Robux, I think if they turned that into an actual token, that could be the most successful. That could be more successful than Bitcoin. I honestly think, it sounds silly, but I honestly think Robux could be the most successful cryptocurrency to date. So yeah, Teresa the Kid, the answer to the question is Roblox and Minecraft, both amazing. But Robux, Robux has the edge. Bay Israel says Akira. Did you watch the 2012 Neil Har- Harbisson TED Talk to get the inspiration for the background of the Scott Adams track? I have no idea what you're talking about. The answer is no. I don't know who Neil Harbisson is, and I haven't seen his TED Talk, but I will investigate that now you've asked. As for the, the... When you say the background of the Scott Adams track, I wonder if you mean the music or the visual. If you're talking about the music, that was just some music that I composed, and, and f- I felt fit the sort of the vibe of Dr. Scott Adams and and it's, it certainly does. He's now using that as his theme music on his Periscope broadcast on a sort of regular basis, which is wonderful. Shout out to him. Shout out to Scott Adams. Uh, Scott Adams, a lot of people didn't know who he was in the community. And- and our Rebel Wisdom, we were talking about it, and I think he's a big part of the, the puzzle as regards to our current, what we're currently engaged in, which is, I feel we're currently engaged in getting us to the point in the very near future of a phase shift into the next stage of human evolution. And Scott Adams is describing and uh, teaching people the toolkit of persuasion, which is a very necessary and valuable part of the whole thing. Great. Go on. Then. Anyway, so shouts out to him uh oh yeah with regards to your question if you meant the background of the video if you saw the video the video had these kind of like bright colors sort of flashing in sort of square sort of shapes which could be considered quite hypnotic and that was a nice coincidence because what i did was take inspiration from chef boyardee's legendary dilbert 2 which was an internet sort of early internet meme type video someone did a crude ms paint kind of approximation of dilbert the dilbert character but sort of like in the sort of That sort of edgelord phase of the culture. So naturally, Dilbert kind of, you know, was sad and miserable and fantasizing about a woman he couldn't get and killed himself. (laughs) Anyway, shouts out to Chef Boy O D, He was an early internet pioneer and uh, did some great work. And actually... you guys might see Lego in the background, that was because I was playing with a Lego set. That's right. Here you go. Thank you. Lunchtime for Hercules. All right. Let's have a look back in the chat room and see what's going on. Well, 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 well. Ben Ridgway says, wait, he has a son. What? Yeah, I have a son. I have a whole son. He's a whole five years old. He's a bad motherfucker. Shouts out to Samuel Conscious says, I love your 12 Rules for Life album. Yo, I love you, Samuel. You're a bad man. What up, Sir Peppers? Out there being useful. Um, My dear Pierce says, shouts out to Hercwave on the day train. All day, all day. What up, Logan? What up, Ben? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir Peppers, who's helping out with the questions, says, All these social media sites can get pretty overwhelming when doing a live show. Helps to compile when I have free time. Yeah, thank you. Big up. Ben Ridgeway says, What's his clout? I'll tell you. It's something that I've got. Check it out. He's got clout. That's me. Akira. He's got clout. Facts. Yankee lover says, Can we get a meaning away with someone different, like Shapiro, one of the Weinstein brothers? (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Funny you should mention that. Fernie, you should mention the Weinstein brothers. If you've been keeping an eye on my Twitter feed, you'll notice that uh, Eric and I have been conversing. Anyway, we're, we'll, I'll be talking to him later. I was, we spoke a couple of days ago. Hercules, stop clicking. Um, I think that's done. There you go. You can squeeze that. Yeah, we spoke a couple of days ago. And actually, he's. He, I don't know if you know about Eric Weinstein, but he's some kind of musical genius. Oh, Christ. I'll go get What do I need? Just don't tread in it. And Hercules spilt ketchup. This is going to be a chaotic live stream because I have Hercules, but it's a beautiful thing. Chaos is where we're at right now. It's cool. Anyway, yeah, Eric Weinstein can play every instrument known to man. He literally taught himself every instrument. He can play every instrument. Uh, so that's exciting. So that that thing we're working on is going to be a full full blown collaborative project, full blown collaborative. So yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of incoming people in the Meaning Wave universe. A lot of incoming in the Meaning Wave universe. A lot, a lot, a lot of incoming. Incoming will be intellectual dark wave week. Which will be a whole week in which projects will drop every day. (laughs) Yeah, it's dope. That's coming up very soon. Anyway, back to the questions. Sheila. Oh, there you go. This this ties in how do you feel being part of the idw i just saw a meet up here in nashville for idw and got me thinking about you thanks for being the don you've got clout see look i told you he's got clout that's right well sheila thank you for that as far as like being part of the idw i i don't don't know if i'm part of the idw they put they listed me on the website and some of these people i'm friendly with and, and i very much respect them and I'm, I'm grateful for what they're doing for the culture and anything i can do to help to spread the ideas that i i think are good ideas then you know that that's that's part of the work that's part of my place in this advancement of the species that is going on right now at this critical moment when you know it's as um as jordan greenhall has pointed out we're kind of at this point where everything we could either where everything could collapse or we could ascend. It's this, this sort of crossway between complete desolation and epic salvation and, and the realization of the potential of, of man. And obviously, me being an optimist, I'm pretty much convinced that we're going secondary. And I can see evidence of that all around us, and I'm very excited. And I'm just, I'm just very grateful to be alive at this incredible point in history and to be able to be a part of this process. So yeah, so thank you, Sheila. Hamburger69 says, Akira, do you ever think about doing a meetup? Shoot, I'd fly out to LA for the chance to chat about living in the future. Yo, man, yeah, definitely, I've thought about this. People have asked about this. So, and this is where the Discord is good. Everyone just joined the Discord, and that's a good way of getting an idea of how many people are sort of in the community really, or sort of really interested, or whatever. And we can organize things like that there. Now, as it is, you know, I DJ. In Los Angeles, three nights a week, four nights a week, five nights a week. I Certainly, you can definitely find me every Friday at Madame Cyan, every Saturday at no vacancy, and every Sunday at good times. So that's one way we can come out. But if you all ever want to like go, okay, let's all go see Akira DJ and meet up beforehand, then do that and I'll come out and join you. That seems pretty smart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leroy Jenkins says your music is extremely well put together. Keep it up. It's so meaningful to many of us. I'm very thankful to be living while you're doing the things you do. Yo, what a beautiful thing to say. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Yo. It's really, it's, a, it's really an amazing thing. Like, every week it just seems to get sort of more bigger and bigger, and I'm getting more and more, like, Instagram messages from people, sending me videos of them listening to the music or playing the music in public spaces or playing it to their children or whatever the hell it is. And It's, it's, a, wonderful, it's a wonderful feeling. I'm very grateful. Uh... What up, hey? What up, Matt? Happy 30th birthday to Matt. You bad man. <laughs> you a happy 30th birthday from, from me, Akira, and your buddy Mitch. All right, Samuel Konchik, and you do a meaning wave of Alex Jones. Oh my god, so I saw a little bit of the Joe Rogan fourth of july podcast yesterday and he looked really sad for, i hadn't seen him look that sad he's there with joey diaz It's like how can you be sad when you're around joey diaz but because they, when they're talking about alex jones joe looked really sad poor joe and then he was talking about tim ferris and jocko in an almost almost in a sort of enviable fashion about how how they've got everything together and how incredibly disciplined and everything they are. And I'm thinking, isn't it amazing? Like, you have these people that you look up to and you think, wow, their lives are incredible. They've really got shit together. Like, look at that Joe Rogan. He's flipping... He's in touch with his physical. He's in touch with his, his mental. He's a spiritual dude. He's got the biggest podcast in the world. He's bigger than CNN. He's an incre- He's just a bad motherfucker. He's got it sorted. But... <laughs> thank you, Hector. But, you know, but he's there. Like, oh, man. Like, look at Jocko. Jocko's got his shit together. It's like everyone... The second you start, the second you stop, j- only comparing yourself to yourself yesterday and sort of looking outward, you find problems with yourself. Which is why you have to keep reminding yourself that you can only ever compare yourself to yourself yesterday. And when you do that, if you're if you're staying on the path, then you're going to be happy because you're going to see improvements. And if you don't see improvements, then you know that you need to sort things out. Back home. Anyway, shouts out to Joe Rogan. We love you, Joe Rogan. You're doing wonderful, wonderful things for the humans, and we're grateful. I'm very, very grateful to Joe Rogan, and I always will be. Joe Rogan's an instrumental part of this phase shift, and it's just a beautiful time to be alive. Yeah! I'm having a time out of the building Lego set. Hercules would like to let you know he's having a time out from building the Lego set. Yeah, because I'm really tired on the end, I'm not that good at mixing, matching. Hercules, Lego. if you're going to talk, then talk into the microphone. Otherwise, they can't hear you, okay? Anyway... DA says, awesome kid. So that's for you, Herc. Okay. Whatever. Evan Slavik says, what's up, brother? What's up, Herc? Hope you folks are having a fun day. Yes, we are. Back on. Hercules is. Let's get back into the questions. There's lots, and I need to speed up on these questions. Synapsion says, do you listen to podcasts like the Psychedelic Salon, Drunken Taoist, or Duncan Trussell Family Hour, or anything else? I actually haven't listened to any of those, so I'll add those to my list. I've been meaning to listen to the Duncan Trussell Family Hour for a while. So I'll add those to it. As far as what podcasts I listen to, the only thing I listen to with any kind of regularity is is Tim Ferriss. But I tend to dip in and out of lots and lots of different ones. But I don't listen to the same thing every week because I'm constantly trying to find sort of new things and I'm constantly researching all this meaning wave stuff. So that's leading me to be listening to long-form audio of a myriad different things at all times. So, you know, anyway uh... synapsion also asked something else Uh, if you could travel anywhere where would you go and why what are three biggest problems you perceive in the world and or what are the three things you're very optimistic about well that's lots of questions from one person How that's greedy of you, synapsion if I could travel anywhere in the world Right now, at this minute, I would go to Egypt with Hercules because Hercules wants to go to Egypt because he thinks it's really cool because he saw it in Lego Marvel Superheroes too, And I've always wanted to go there because I think it's really cool because uh, it just is. And I, and I read lots of Grey and ha- Hancock. And Hercules wants his mum to go too. Oh, Hercules wants to see mummies. That's what it is. He wants to see real-life mummies. Now, as far as... What are the three biggest problems I perceive in the world? Stop that, please. I would say... A disgusting lack of empathy. Hercules has one of those answers. He says, mummies not being real. That's definitely a problem yeah, with the world. They, yeah, but they were real, but you can see real life mummies in Egypt, but they did. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah, a lack of empathy amongst certain people, which is a, which is a byproduct of social media. But I think it's th- something we're going to get through, and I also think it's something that we're going to be forced to get through, partly via technological changes and partly via... Uh, Something that I think this whole Me Too thing is is a is an aspect of, or is in in a way, which is that I think we we're going to go through this period wherein there's going to be lots of this public shaming and lots of people like you know all the stuff we're seeing going on now in this polarisation, but a big part of that will be people eventually realising oh shit everybody all these people it's all this oh that person I really liked I can't believe they did that what the fuck. And that slightly destroys someone's sense of self when that happens. People hate to be proven wrong. And when people really like somebody or have an attachment of somebody as part of their persona, they find it very difficult to let go. And when they have to, it kind of destroys them a bit. Anyway, and that's actually a good thing. So I think it's going to take a little while, maybe five, ten years. But once we get through the other side of that, we'll be at the point where everyone understands, oh shit, everyone's done something that I don't approve of. Everybody has an aspect of themselves which is unpleasant or that I don't approve of. And therefore we're all the same. And then then you you, you exist in a space of sort of a pure empathy. And then when you ex- exist in a, in a space of pure empathy, conflict is pretty much impossible. And I think that's where we're going. Back on. And I think that's dope. The final part of your question was what are the three things you're very optimistic about? That's one of them. I'm very optimistic about the future because of Generation Omega. I'm very up to- One of the things I'm very optimistic about is that a Generation Omega will believe in the truth of chaos magic in a way that's never existed before. Previously, a few people might have known about chaos magic and thought, well, that's possible. Like maybe if I sit in my room jacking off over a sigil, I might be able to find my car keys or something. But Generation Omega is aware of the power of, of memes this is an undeniable thing you can change the world and culture via via memetics and that's part of what chaos magic is and so you have a whole generation that just know this stuff to be to be pract- practicable to to work and where that goes who knows but it's a, it's a superpower and it's not just a, an individual superpower it's a mass superpower it's a superpower amongst everybody it's a hive mind superpower and i think if you take that and sort of multiply it by roblox and minecraft and stuff like it's an amazing situation so anyway i think that would do your questions sign you out and thank you for your considered very really interesting questions wibblegorm in the chat room says dude your shit has helped me more than you can know if you're in london i'll buy you a two here you all two here well thanks very much i don't know what all two here is but I'm pretty sure it's, it's great, and, and I appreciate you. Yankee Level says, are you watching the World Cup? The answer is no. Everyone's disgusted with me for this, but I'm not. I ain't got time for stuff like that. I'm afraid if I was watching the World Cup, I wouldn't be making all the stuff I'm making. So I don't have time for anything other than making the stuff I'm making and loving my family and, and engaging in the world on that level right now because Buckle. because that's what I'm doing right now, and I cannot deviate from the path, I'm afraid, even if something looks super fun like the World Cup Bobby Michael says thank you for what you do thank you for being here Bobby Michael Ben Ridgway says you really like the praying hands emoji don't you yes I do Namaste, I really do because it signifies gratitude and gratitude is really 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 important that's another thing that's missing probably we could do with more of it's gratitude and this is something you have to remind yourself I have spoke about this with people before but being you know the part of the path it's not that you just wake up being optimistic or wake up being grateful or whatever it is. You have to, uh, sometimes you have to force yourself to be that way. You have to remind yourself that in the same way that you have to force yourself to exercise and force yourself to get out of bed and get into the shower. You have to force yourself to, to be happy and optimistic sometimes. And you know, Sometimes you don't want to smile at anyone because some bad stuff's happened. But if you do smile at the people you pass on the street, then you feel better and they feel better. And then that ripples around the world. So you have to remind yourself to do that stuff. And I have to remind myself a lot. Sometimes I forget and I mess up. So, you know, it ain't all easy. But that's groovy. Uh, Leftovers says, what type of deodorant do you recommend? I've been getting bad looks in public lately. (laughs) That's a good question. My wife just bought me some new crystal deodorant, right? And it's got no chemicals or nothing in it. And you basically bang it on after you've been in the shower, and uh, it, it like locks in like the bacteria that causes smells. And when I've used it properly, it works great. You just got to make sure you use it properly; otherwise, it doesn't work, and then you're then you're in a bad situation. Also, another thing though is I, I found that like if you uh, if your diet is good, like you don't your sweat doesn't really smell very much. So you know if you just eat steak, or if you know if you just take sort of crap shit out of your diet, then then you don't smell. How about that? Yeah. Slubber fast, the happy. Slubber fast, the happy. Says, what do you think about every word being a meme? Every character letter being an archetypical theme? Every good word? Buckle. Yeah, well, yeah, I think that's true. Basically, I think that's true. Um, that's something, yeah, maybe I'll expand on that more next week. So this is actually something I've been thinking a lot about lately, and I'm doing a bunch of research into. So let's come back to that next week. Remind me about it next week, and I'll have a lot more fully formed thoughts on that. This is something I'm trying to do at the moment, by the way. I'm trying to only comment on things that I have fully formed thoughts, or at least well-formed thoughts in this context, because this is a very short thing. This is an hour, you know, That's not, and I'm trying to get through a lot of questions and talk to a lot of you, and, and uh, yeah... Fantasise, how can a man allow his child to put ketchup on a pizza? That's quite poetic, that. Um, how, well, what happens is you're, uh, you're doing your live stream and your kid's eating his lunch behind you and you're not paying attention, so that's pretty bad parenting on my part. <laughs> YouTube Hero Alex says, Akira the Don, there's a guy in the Meaning Wave chat on Discord that has all of the Terence McKenna media, books and all, is wondering the best way to get it to you. Yeah. I told him to DM me. So maybe tell him to DM me. You can DM me and, and I'll see it. And that's great. This is a wonderful thing. Shouts out to the community. Everyone out there who's like got stuff and they're sending me stuff, I really appreciate you. Thank you. Dakota Post says, Akira, great moves. Keep it up. Proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I hope that you're as proud as I am. Yes this is facts. Justin Delacruz says, Akira, I want to thank you for the JRE wave. Whenever I catch myself having a negative thought, it pops into my head. And it seriously helped the way I think. Should be way more popular. Yo, yo, yo. Back on. Good. Thank you. That's part of the reason I make these things is they it, it's helpful for me in that fashion. Like, I hear Jocko in my head all the time from, from that Go song that I did. Like lots of these songs they pop into my head as little reminders and that's part of what they're for and i hope they're uh and i well well they do seem to be working for you guys too and that's wonderful i'm very happy about that as for this should be way more popular will be you know as long as you guys keep spreading the stuff and giving it to people and all that type of thing then that's how it gets out there you know if we all consider ourselves like terence mckenna said to be meme spreaders, spreaders of the meme, meme replicators, if that's what we do then these ideas and these songs and all this stuff will get to where it needs to get to. And it's picking up speed, man, it's dope. So yo, I appreciate all of you for that. Ben Ridgeway says, Herc is eating his clout supplements. <laughs> He's got clout. That's right. What up, Samuel says, I just discovered you last week, I blasted 12 Rules album while watching the fireworks yesterday, isn't that a beautiful flipping thing? Yo, big up you. Rock Ancestor says, your work is so great. Lo-Fi 2018 was awesome. After doing a Pinocchio album, would you consider doing a Lion King one? Yo, Lo-Fi 2018 too. I really should rename that as just Pinocchio or something. That goes with the True Romance one I did. And then I should be doing more of these themed sort of story mixes. I definitely want to do more. Um, And uh, yeah, I would love to do a Lion King one. And then maybe I could do a Lion King one, and then I could do a little mini JBP wave in which he explains what's going on in the Lion King. Ooh, yeah. So many great ideas. So many wonderful ideas. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Back to the list of questions. Andrew Sundoku says, You're obviously influenced by anime and manga. I was hoping you could tell us which series have influenced you and how. Also, if you have or are planning to create any insert anime name here waves. I think a Gurren wave or a DBZ wave could be dope and meaningful. Thanks, yo. Buckle. Great questions, great, great thought process. Very influenced by anime after my first sort of, my favorite cartoon actually, one of my favorite cartoons when I was very little was Ulysses, and that was an anime smuggled as a children's cartoon. And my favorite sort of 80s, late 80s, whatever, was Thundercats, which was also Japanese pretending, American pretending to be Japanese or something. And I loved Mysterious Cities of Gold. I absolutely loved that. I was, it really spoke to my soul. Similar, that was an anime. And then I got into sort of actual anime when I was like nine or 10, I think, when manga, the, com- the, the, com- the company manga, bought the rights to Akira and Uribe Yatsura and uh, Battle Angel Alita and Legend of the Overfiend, and Ninja Scroll, and things like that, and I loved all that stuff, and I was far too young to be watching all of it, and I don't know if I fully understood it, but it really spoke to me on a subconscious level, and really altered me, all that stuff really, really altered me, I used to love Lum, Inurase uh, Yatsura, who you see on the Sourcewave stream, I loved Ramahaf, Half, all that stuff, I was really into Bubblegum Crisis, like a lot, like a lot a lot a lot of stuff and like now I'm a father I'm I'm reinvestigating certain things with Hercules and we've been watching One Punch Man and Ninja Scroll and and stuff like that we're about to get into DBZ and Yeah I I I I love anime I love manga uh I'm almost up to date with the Attack on Titan manga but haven't seen the most recent series of the the anime uh I love that I really like the movies of those as well, actually, by the way. If you haven't seen those, they're great. So yeah, there will definitely be some insert anime name waves coming up. That's all a big part of phase two. We're drawing to the end of phase one. Well, we're in the, in the la- latter half of Meaning Wave Universe phase one, by the way. I'm kind of thinking I might do like a sort of phase one box set when I was all in set is done. Part of which would be like a mega stream of all of them in the right order. so you can basically sit there for like 24 hours or whatever the hell it is and go through the whole thing and come out the other end ascended. Yeah. Fantasize says, I have paralysis and lots of anxiety when it comes to starting new projects. Sometimes it's better to just act without thinking it through too much. Not sometimes, it's always better to just act without thinking it through too much. Right? If you have an idea, just fucking start, just get into it. You'll have already done the basic sort of stuff percolation to get the idea in the first place so just start executing and uh you just need to start and keep going and keep moving and don't stop moving and then that way you pick up momentum and momentum is is a very powerful force and once you have some momentum you must not allow it to dissipate you must not lose that momentum because that momentum will power you and it just grows exponentially it's an incredible thing all right so that's what you got to do just fucking start and keep going Killer says, How do you deal with anxiety if you've ever had it? Well, yeah, part of it is is uh, just just moving. And then that gets you through the anxiety because you're having to do it. You're having to do the thing. You know? You have to be brave. Anxieties there's like a certain level of anxiety which I think is is normal, and there's a certain level of anxiety which I think is to do with poor diet and uh, lack of exercise. So I put this in a JBP wave. This is something I do and it's very true like if you've got anxiety just eat some god eat a steak you'll feel way better you honestly will honestly so like you need to sort your diet out and make sure you, you and just remove just just remove the crap from your diet there's a lot of stuff in your diet which isn't good for you and it's just poison it's just honestly just poison so just get rid of the poison okay you don't need it uh it's and once you don't do it you don't like it anyway if you try it it feels tastes weird it's like you know if you haven't Say if you're a person who drinks a lot of Coca-Cola, if you stop drinking the Coca-Cola, after a short amount of time of not drinking the Coca-Cola, you drink some, it will feel really strange in your mouth and you'll get like a jaw ache and shit, you know? So just remove the poison. And that will remove a lot of your, of your mental problems. It honestly will. Back to the pre, the questions that were submitted in advance. These were on Facebook. T. Rav Zofa says, How do you feel about people using your music? Oh, no, we had that last week. Uh, He also said I've been hearing talk of this new term slash phrase intellectual dark web I'm curious about your thoughts on the matter. Do you consider yourselves to be part of it? Does it sound scary? Maybe an intellectual dark web mixtape in the future. Thanks for doing these Q&A's I love them. Well, I guess I kind of answered all that earlier, right? Uh, Some people consider me to be part of it. I've been listed on the website. I consider that I am lucky to be able to uh, work with some of these people and that they like what I'm doing, and I'm I feel grateful to be a part of spreading some of these ideas that I think are, are helpful and are going to help us to ascend. That's how I feel about it. Uh, the name is an interesting thing because it kind of does sound a bit scary in a way, uh, but it's I'm kind of like it's this thing, I've been talking about this for a while. I'm thinking about the whole thing like. Like the Marvel Cinematic Universe or something, and I think the Intellectual Dark Web are kind of like the Avengers or something. They're kind of like a sort of team that's been assembled for a specific purpose. It's like uh, it's kind of like Eric Weinstein saw an incoming threat, and he realised that you would need a bunch of people to combat it, and they needed to be quite different and have different skills and have different politi- be of different political persuasions and have different view outlooks on the world and- and different levels of, of competence in certain areas and experience and things of that nature. And that's what's happened there. And I think that's what's going on. And I will be delving into that and exploring that in a musical project that I've begun, that has already begun. And it's, it's quite, quite wonderful. I, Justin So12. I heard that question before. Can you the lobster. I hope you got the discussion of carnivore eating from JBP and Rogan's most recent podcast in your queue. An Akira wave of that incredible convo would be an excellent every morning neurolist linguistic programming. Avoid the donut tool. I haven't actually heard that, but I heard a bit of that podcast. But I'm aware that it exists in there. I've been waiting for for Papa Lobster to come out as carnivore. He's been on the carnivore thing for a while. As have I'm nearly six months into it now, I believe which is pretty insane. And it's been just massively helpful to me. It coincides perfectly. I started my carnivore thing when I started releasing three times a week on YouTube and really like forced myself into this hyper productive era, which I'm now in. And I've kind of been in this like ever increasing flow state ever since. And part of that is definitely down to the diet. The diet has really helped with that. So this is definitely something that I want to, this is a meme I wish to propagate and I will be doing what I can to help propagate that in a useful fashion. So thank you, Kanye the Lobster. Uni Unrecycle Rubdish Rubbish says, hey mate, can you do a walkthrough tutorial video of the steps you go through to make one of your mixes? I'm really interested in thinking about doing my own. Thanks for the inspiring content. <laughs> I'm torn on this. A lot of people have asked me to do this and I'm kind of torn on it because there are many ways to skin a fish or to catch a cat or whatever the, the thing is. And I would hate to like put my way of doing it out there and that stop people from coming up with their own way. Because there's a million different ways given contemporary technology to get to that that point of uh, uh, of the music. you know. And I, I also like the idea of people coming up with their own ways and takes on doing it rather than just sort of copying me or doing it the same as I do. So I'm torn on that one. In, in one way, I really do want to share my knowledge with the world and help people to do stuff. But I also don't want to find people's thought processes so I'm thinking about that one and I need to think about it more before I have an, an answer Scott Hornberg says Akira still slaying the dragon I'm trying to be a better listener for my wife that's a very good thing to do I'm trying to do that too I'm trying to do that too I'm trying to be a better listener and a better husband every day and uh, sometimes I mess up and sometimes I have to reboot and uh, yeah that's something I need to do Fahel Iqbal says that's interesting could you expand on chaos magic well I'll tell you what this is a, we've only got 20 minutes left, so that's not even enough time. So ask me this question again next week. And maybe ask it in a few different places, so I definitely said no, ask it. And maybe next week we'll go quite deep on chaos magic. And here's the thing I've been thinking about, is uh, the, 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 the sort of daddy of chaos magic in a contemporary way is, is a friend of mine who's Dr. Grant Morrison, and uh, maybe we'll get him in here to talk with you all about it sometime. How about that? That might be cool. River Avalar says, holy fuck, Akira sounds smart. <laughs> Don't be so surprised. I've been around for a while, paying attention. But uh, yeah, on a, on, on a real though, yesterday was quite a test for me, because I was engaging with some really, 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 really smart people who've been thinking really, really hard about things for a very long time. and. Uh, it was a really wonderful experience, and I was very grateful to to the learning I've been undergoing, and uh, the, my, the, this this thing I've been engaged in, and everything that's gone into my life that allowed me to be able to converse with these people and have useful things to add. That's the main thing: is being able to you know to engage, to understand, and to have something useful to add. This is a wonderful thing. Logan Anderson says, "Will you ever drop that floral shop remix you were working on?" Yeah, well, uh, Ryan Ryan Celsius has got that. So, Ryan Salisius has that, and he's going to be dropping, dropping it, and then I'll drop it. But uh, it's part of a larger Vapor Trap project that's got a few other tracks on it, uh, the one of which I need to finish. So, thank you for, for the, boot, the butt kick on that. I have a really large, a lot of things I'm trying to get done, and uh, that one's fallen by the wayside a little, that project, but... Uh, it's tied into the comic book girl 19 project and that's got a deadline on it which is which is the next week so there you go thank you for caring logan anderson you bad 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 holy land reclaiming motherfucker you jed denny says i'm curious about what you said about forcing yourself to be happy i agree and it makes me beg the question do you think the whole mental health crisis has anything to do with complacency thanks that's a good question I think there's lots of lots of things there's there's a lot of aspects to this and there 's a lot a lot of things to do with it I think one of them is diet diet really can 't be underestimated how important that is and i 've seen lots of people fix their mental health problems by fixing their diet but in all, also another thing is sovereignty and is uh, personal responsibility and realizing that you have control over how you feel and you have control over how you react to things to and everyone has that to greater or lesser degrees but uh you really can you know forcing yourself to smile this is scientific makes you feel happy you can force yourself to smile actually like actually physically do it and that will make you feel happier so you you do have control your posture really helps like forcing yourself to sort of stand up straight with your shoulders back when you're walking along, forcing making, paying attention to how you're walking and the balls of your feet hitting the floor and keeping yourself upright. That improves your mood and makes you feel better. There's lots and lots of aspects to this, but we do have way more control over it than perhaps a lot of people would have you believe. And certain memes that have been put out there into the culture have been poisonous in Giving people the wrong idea about how much power they have over themselves, over their mental health, over their mood. We have way more power than we are given credit for. Just as uh, a th- recent part of the, the big conversation has led towards, which is something we've been talking about over here quite a bit, this long form th- revolution, podcasts, These long talks, what Rogan's doing, what Rubin's doing, what all these people are doing, what Tim Ferriss is doing. What that makes, what that shows is that we are way smarter than we have been given credit for and that people would have you believe. Way, way, way smarter. And I would say that's not just a small percentage of the population. I would say that's most people. And I say this because I've spent my life talking to the sorts of people who uh, the the elite or the mainstream media or whatever you want to call it currently look down on, the, the people who voted Brexit or the people who voted Trump, the people that the blue check marks on Twitter sneer at and, and think are thick and stupid. They're not thick and stupid. I've spent time with these people. They're not thick and stupid. And if, you know... If, What is interesting is like, you know, a lot of people are sort of fed a diet of stupidity. They're fed television that only works in tiny bite-sized chunks or stuff. But it doesn't take long for a person to, you know, be exposed to more meaningful and long-form stuff. And they can understand it. Uh, One way of thinking about this is, you know, like, people can understand Game of Thrones. Or people understand The Wire. Or people understand The Sopranos. Or people understand, like, quite complex movies. So why could they not understand it when it's people talking they can people are smart and people can control their emotions if they're given an opportunity they're told how they're just you know so yeah that's dope yeah 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 what about cowboy bebop yo what about cowboy bebop cowboy bebop is just just an absolute majestic like look at look at cowboy bebop it's beautiful cowboy bebop oh my god Anyway, yeah, so that's something else. That's a sound I make when I'm working out what question to go for next. and I'm sort of looking at the chat room and seeing if there's anything I should be uh, paying attention there. What attracts you to sample-based music, says Ellie Fish or Eli Fish. I kind of look at it as digging into the past to find the way towards the future, but I'm curious to hear your thoughts. Well, that's one way of looking at it. And that's certainly true. That is one way of looking at it. That's a bit like the archaic revival or something, because, you know, you look into the past to to work out how to go forward. That's dope. I'm into that. It's also a way of, of collaborating with people that aren't around. Say, here's me, I'm a producer. I'm in Don Studios. I'm on my own today. But I can potentially collaborate... With an infinite possibility of musicians, and I can do that by sampling bits of records that they played on the greatest musicians of all time. I have I have access to them, and I can sample. them. And I have access in the in the sample pack world. Uh, I have access to people who've produced pieces of music specifically for the purpose of sampling it. String parts, horn parts, flute parts, whatever it is, I've got I've got a world of musicians out there that I can work with at any given time and. That's that's an amazing thing, and it's yeah. I've made by the way. Um, I just found out actually this morning. My very first sample pack, my first official sample pack, is is done. It's it's uh, it's it's being distributed by Rankin Audio. Shouts out to High Rankin and Rankin Audio, and it will be released on the second of August. So. I'll give you some more information about that closer to the time, but I've made a sample pack in collaboration with my good friend Gogs Gordon of The Aurists, which is a massive thing. It's a massive resource. Uh, so you can use it to make music using my sounds. and, and uh, Yeah, it's really cool. I'm really excited about that. Yeah. How are we doing? We've got 15 minutes. We've got 15 minutes. So that's exciting. Jed Denny. Is speaking to someone else, so that's confusing me. Anyway, Back on. but anyway, shout out to everybody locked in. <laughs> How are we doing with the question queue here? We've got a lot. All right, let's see if we can get through these. Uni, uni, recycle rubbish. I asked, answered that one. Aloysia said, "Would you ever do a Tommy Robinson wave?" <clears throat> you know, I don't know enough about Tommy Robinson to have a, a fully concrete opinion on Tommy Robinson. I know lots of people have big opinions on Tommy Robinson. I try not to have opinions about people I don't know enough about, and I don't know enough about Tommy Robinson. So, and I don't think I've ever really heard him long form. Blunt Trauma says, please describe more thoroughly what a flow state is. How does it feel when you're in one and when you aren't? That's a good question. This is another thing that could be an hour-long conversation. And think, by the way, let me know how you feel about this. It always seems there's far too many questions for the one-hour weekly thing, and it always feels like a lot of these subjects could be gone into at greater depth. Should I do more live streams and perhaps like on one topic for a longer period or something like that? Let me know what you feel about ideas like that. And the best place, of course, to talk about such things is the Discord. Link is in the description because if you leave a message in the chat room, I might not see it. It might get deleted. They seem to clear them in 20 minutes or something. You leave a message in the Discord, it's there forever and I see it eventually. So, yes as for but a, a brief answer to that question when you're in flow state it's kind of it's kind of one way of looking at it might be if you've ever played one of those like sonic and sega racing or something like that where your avatar picks up like the bonus gold ball which means that they just clear all obstacles and just blast really fast through whatever's going on and it's all wonderful and golden and just like you just you're staying on the path you're speeding forward it's all beautiful and wonderful and exciting and it's like everything else doesn't really matter it kind of like evaporates away it's a bit like that it's a bit like the thing that you're focusing on is it becomes everything and 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 you're just amazing in it and it's just it's just perfect in it it's like everything just goes to plan and everything works and everything fits and there's there's no lag between what your brain's trying to do and what what you're physically doing and yeah, but we could go into that a lot deeper, and I think we should. And I think we should. And I think we will. Marino says, how did you find out about Jordan Peterson? That's a good question. I, but I don't really remember, but I think it would be like everybody else. It was, uh, it was around the time that his students, went. he had those mental students. I, th- I have a vague memory of seeing this calm, collected, slightly exasperated, like sweet, sweet, kind of obviously kind-hearted figure a little, almost at his wit's end at the ridiculousness of these ideologically possessed demons in his care <clears throat> it it. david duncan wants an eta on tremendous wave i can't give you an eta but i can tell you that tremendous wave aka coco wave aka like a doctor aka like a soldier aka aka Red Star of Death Wave that that is happening and it it is wonderful so there yeah (laughs) and Joey Diaz is is one of my favorite people on earth Frank it just really is one of my favorite people on earth he never fails to put joy in my heart whether it's a whether it's a tweet a video him on a podcast I put on the podcast of him and Rogan yesterday within about 30 seconds my face was just like awash with smiles and joy and I was I was it's it's Joey Diaz is a gift. He's a gift. He's a gift to the world. And if you don't have Joey Diaz in your life, then get, get some Joey Diaz in your life because he it, it just makes it better. Haiku King says, Thoughts on aliens? Well, thoughts on aliens, that's another big question. When I was last thinking about aliens a lot, the place I ended up at was that I feel that a lot of the things that people might think are aliens are... Uh, Rather than being from another place, they're from this place but on another dimension. And we talked about this a bit when my mum my talking about fairies. But yeah, there's a lot more of this reality than we can see currently that exists. And I think a part of the phase shift will involve some of those areas opening up to us. So that's <laughs> one thing I think about that right like now. Jason Callahan says, "How do you deal with copyright laws? Uh, do you have to get the original artist to sign off on anything?" You, yes, basically, that's what you generally do. Uh, it's yeah, it's so it's it's yeah, that's a tricky thing. It's getting it. It's the systems being put in place to make this stuff easier now. It is a tricky thing. Uh, my second album, it took a year, I believe. I believe it was a year it took to clear all the samples on it. And my mum did that. Shouts out to my mum. She taught herself how to do it. She read some books on copyright, and she went out there and spent a year clearing those samples. So p- naturally, part of the reason that like, a lot of my stuff that's on YouTube isn't on Spotify is because it's stuff where I haven't yet cleared the samples or something like that. Um, and why I feel that it's okay to put it on YouTube and not Spotify, that's an interesting question. And the reason is I feel that it, it's fair use. I tend to I do things. I'm never in. The, I'm never like taking a whole thing and like not altering it. I'm always altering a thing and recontextualizing a thing and stuff of that nature. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, that's that's another big ass question. We've, we've got um, nine minutes left. Jason Callahan also says, "What's one of your best childhood memories?" Now, the fir- when you said that, the first thing that came to mind was my father sitting me down and playing me John Lennon's Imagine <laughs> and explaining to me what it meant. And explaining to me the ridiculous sort of naive optimism of it and what the hippie movement was and what those people kind of were dreaming of and what they wanted and then what happened to it. Because my dad's quite a, a sort of dark, pessimistic sort of a soul. But I really I remember that. I think I was like seven or six or something like that. And he sat me down and played me that. And uh, yeah, that's one of them. And then, so I went to school the next day and I announced to everybody that I was going to be a hippie and of course everybody laughed at me and beat me up. <laughs> They'd, they all just jumped on me and kicked the shit out of <laughs> me. But this one girl, who was an older girl, who I kind of fancied, she was in, I was like in, I was in a really low, I don't know, what was that, like seven or something, and she was like 10, uh, which seemed really old at that time. She kind of sort of took me aside and said that she, she felt, she understood what I meant and she wanted that too. And uh, that she really liked some some song or the other that I, I liked and and that it was all gonna be okay I think I scenes to remember her, and I don't know if this is something my head invented or if she actually said it because I can remember her coming up to me and looking at me and I'm pretty sure she said something like it'll be okay once you're out of here which is something I then later went on to tell people all the time people would write to me all the time like oh I'm at school I'm having a real really hard time like what do I do and I'm like you just got to get through it, and once you get through it and get out there in the real world, you can find your tribe, you can find your people, you can find your carash, you can find other people who are like you, and it'll be okay. You know, there's a wonderful world full of wonderful people out there, and you might be a p- for a part of your life trapped with some people who you know they're not on your wavelength, they don't understand you, and they might be mean. But that's not the whole world; it's a tiny, tiny part of the world. And it's, getting through that, like having the strength to make it through that, will help be helpful to you in later life. If you can get through that without breaking without, without becoming one of them or becoming a dickhead become, or without like, sacrificing yourself for sovereignty and your, and your inherent goodness, you get through the other side of that, you're going to be strong, you're going to be in a really good position to deal with the world. So, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to my old man for, for the musical education he gave me. Shout out to that girl whose name I forget. She was Bonnie's sister. Bonnie was in my year. Anyway. Mr. Freedom says, plans for JBP Wave 7? If so, when can we expect it? Yo, that's underway. You can expect that very, very soon. That's underway right now. Uh, Yeah, that's what I'm saying on that. Alison Marshall says, how did you get inspired to start making Meaning Wave? I'm so glad you did. Yo, thank you. I'm glad you're here. Yeah, there's lots of answers to this question. I was uh, talking yesterday about part of this was that uh, when I was... Doing my GCSEs when I was fifteen—that's before, just before I quit school, the last exams I did. Part of the revision I did was recording my notes over ambient records and playing them as I went to sleep, and I found that to be a, a great tool, of, a way of of putting the information into my head. And so, part of that's kind of part of where Meaning Wave came from was part, is partly a way of hypnotizing myself hypnotizing these ideas into myself sometimes you hear a talk or something right and it's like full of fucking great ideas but it's like it's like an hour long talk or something and it's like trying to remember all that stuff and then there's loads of other talks to listen to and so on and so forth and you can't really listen to the same talk that many times and retain uh well i can't anyway retain you know concentration so i found Part of the reason I'm doing this, just a small part, is taking this and putting it in music means you can listen to it infinite times. and, it be, and So A, it helps it sink in. B, it makes it something you could share. It makes it useful. It, it makes it a sort of spreadable meme, as Terence McKenna would have it. So that's part of why, and I'm glad it's useful to you. Michael M.S. says, which books have inspired you most in regards to this meaning-oriented perspective? Yeah, that's an interesting question. uh, The first thing that pops to mind, and it might not be the right answer, but the first thing that popped to mind was Hunter S. Thompson's Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. And the reason that is is because what Hunter S. Thompson did in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas is insert himself right into the middle of the story. Which is what I have done, in a way. And it's part of, I guess, the attitude of... uh, I don't know who said this. I think it was actually me. (laughs) I said it in a song. Some people think that life is happening to them when in fact it is they that are happening to life. And that's something to bear in mind, especially when you're sad or if you you feel like you don't have agency or if you have depression or anxiety or whatever it is. Remember that life isn't happening to you. You are happening to life. And I honestly think people might be split into sort of two categories and it's people who believe the former and the latter. And the latter is a choice. You can just decide to believe that you are happening to life. And then once you decide that, then the fucking world is your proverbial steak dinner, and it's a wonderful thing. Fantasize says, gonna act today. Thank you for the push. Yeah, appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Uh, Bruce of Scotland says, idea, sleep relax with binaural beats included in the mix. Yeah, that's actually something that's on my list, <laughs> actually. Uh, coming off the back of my meditation series and the fact that I have been actively looking on YouTube for sort of meditative things to use to meditate while going to sleep it's like shit i should just make some so it's on my list if anyone has any music or whatever they think would be good for me to listen to for that stuff then hit me um powering through these questions we've got a small amount of time left romanus ent domus says i noticed you love jordan peterson and many many great thinkers did you notice that i love your music videos and spoken word mashups truly i'm curious thank you uh on what your thoughts of donald trump are pro or against also where are you from originally i'm a pro-trump american myself thanks bro well that's a really big question we've got a few minutes left but I'll, and we can answer that further maybe i should be doing these broken down bigger things but i think trump is a necessary agent of change and part of the uh the, sh- the phase shift big part big part of the phase shift That thing, that occurrence has has radically shifted the mass consciousness with regards to many issues, one of which is what's possible, like what's possible in the world, not just like who could possibly be president, but just what's possible. And that's that's a massive, massive thing. Uh, Yeah, I could. There's a lot to talk about this and a lot to unpack about this. So let's do this properly at a later date. But that's a small aspect of it. Blist Dell says, what's it been like getting recognized on a larger scale recently? I noticed Aubrey Marcus gave you a shout-out. Oh, shit, I didn't know he did. Where did that happen? So i me a link. I missed that, and I really like him. He so, said, does it affect the way you approach making music knowing such influential people are tuned into your music? That's a very good question. And firstly, yeah, I didn't know Aubrey Marcus had given me a shout-out, so that's cool. Uh, well, all it does is uh, it increases my resolve to make this the best it can be and I've always trying to do that but it's just every project I'm trying harder and harder for it to be as great as it can be and if I'm using someone else's words I have a great responsibility to present them accurately you know with the spirit of how they were intended so it's just a, it's a responsibility and it's one I've, I feel grateful to bear so I'm just grateful I'm very happy I'm very grateful some years back my wife was like, she was really instrumental in helping me to sort myself out. I never used to write anything down. And she's like, you need to write down like, what you're trying to do, a list of what you want to achieve. Like, What are you trying to do here? You're, just kind of, you're flailing around with no direction, just trying to do too many things at once. So she's like, what do you want out of this? And one of the things I wanted very high on the list was respect of peers. I wanted respect of my peers. And at that point, I imagined that my peers were other people making music. I was like, you know wanting people in music magazines that I read to cover my stuff and other musicians I respected to respect my music. And what's happened is I now have the respect of my peers, but my peers aren't just musicians. My peers are also sort of philosophers and biologists and, and fun capital management people and, and, and athletes and, and, and um, all sorts of insane people that I never would have thought before. And that's a wonderful, wonderful feeling. Buckle. <laughs> I'm very grateful. <laughs> Summit D, don't know if this is a question. Could you tell a childhood story or incident that occurred that just left you with a great advice to live by for the rest of your life? Damn, son. Hmm. 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 Let me think about this. A childhood incident that occurred. Oh, hello, Hercules. Oh, hey, Herc, maybe you can answer this, and I'll answer it at a later date because I need to think more. Hercules, come here. So, yeah. can you... What? What's the best... Can you think of a time when you've had some really good advice with what how do, to live your life? What do you mean? Like, to be the best version of you you can be. Something happened that made you think that you would be I good. I don't know what you mean. This is a hard question, isn't it? what 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 do you think being good is what do you mean I don't understand what's being good a, a good servant a good servant mm-hmm okay what's serving people that's interesting all right I like that anyway yeah uh one time when I was little ooh no, so I can't, I can't think of any childhood stuff right now. I apologize. And uh, we're over time. So ask me this question again next week, and I'll try and remember something from my childhood. Do you know what it is? Here's why. I've Most of my childhood I don't remember. I've kind of suppressed. I don't know if it's... Uh, like, I have a bad memory anyway. I have a really bad memory. And I don't know if it's, like, because I did it deliberately in order to sort of exist more. There's that whole idea of, like, the past... You, like, mine stuff from the past so you can navigate in the future. And then when you've done that, you don't need it anymore. So maybe I've mined it to the point of not needing it anymore. And the only things that remain is stuff that I haven't fully mined properly yet. Which is because, like, sometimes things just spring instantly to mind. Like when you asked about, someone asked about um, the th- whatever the question was that made me think of my dad playing me. Imagine that came immediately to mind. Completely blanked on that last one. It's interesting. Anyway, so we, we got through all, all the questions that were submitted in advance. That's amazing. We did it. Shabba. <laughs> what, what? Bang. First time that's happened, and I would like to thank Sir Peppers. Thank you, Sir, Sir Peppers, for arranging the questions in such a fashion. I think I answered them all that were submitted in advance, and as far as those that w- were locked in. Um, yo, let's have a look. Oh, shit. Okay. So if I go up here, and I hit the Live Dashboard button, then that should allow me to see the whole chat. And I can see if I can plug one last thing from the room. All right, fine. This is the first thing I saw. Boy, if you don't, says, do you take cold showers? The answer is I take yes sometimes, and sometimes I take uh, contrast showers. Either contrast or cold. Contrast shower is where you go super hot, super cold, super hot, super cold. Uh, I tend to do those in the, like, the winter, and then when it's summer, I just do cold showers. That really helps you like, get going in the morning. Haiku King says, damn, that's a sick hat. Yo, that's a good point. This is my uh, white Meaning Wave black logo dad hat. You can get these from shop. The link is in the description. Uh, you should definitely get lots of Meaning Wave merch. And represent Meaning Wave out in the world. That's dope and helpful, and I appreciate you. But, uh, but, uh, but, 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 but. but, says, "Why is a lot of your music slow? I understand they all talk at normal speed, but why don't you speed it up? I don't want to hear that. Featuring Joe Rogan is amazing at 1.25 speed. Well, all right. Well, if it's amazing at 1.25 speed, then play it at 1.25 speed and enjoy it that way. Hercules." I've nearly finished here, Herc, and then I'll come play with you. Uh, I don't know why. The music is the speed it is, because that's the speed I believe it should be. And that's partly to do with creating space for the speakers to be understood. For me. But anyway, who knows? Maybe it will speed up as we go along. But yeah, last question then. Unfortunate Timetable says, what does your routine look like, trying to implement one? Well, that's a very good question. And it's difficult for me to have a routine like, like a navy seal might uh because i'm a dj uh, by trade part of my trade which means like four five nights a week or whatever i will be djing in a club and i won't be getting in till three in the morning and i can't shut my brain off till four and part of having a routine means you should go to sleep at the same time and get up at the same time so what i've started implementing over the past since i've been getting in this flow state thing and everything is a thing where when i try i go to bed around the sort of same time sort of two three uh, and get up at the same time, sort of 10, 11. I need to to bathroom. So, okay, it gives two seconds, hold tight, and then we'll go. Hercules needs to go to the bathroom. So, yeah, that's what I, I go to sleep around the same time, I get up around the same time, I eat the same thing, which is steak. I eat a steak for breakfast, and I eat a steak in the evening. That's all I eat. If I can't get hold of a steak, I'll grab a burger patty. That's what I do. I drink a lot of water. Uh, yeah, those are the main things I do. That's my routine for the most part. And uh, I brush my teeth in the shower and I take contrast showers. That's what goes on. It's dope. All right, I've got to get out of here. Hercules needs to go to the bathroom. Thank you so much for being here. Shouts out Fairybox111. Says more What's Wave. I've got you. Shouts out Captain Visual. Shouts out Boy if you didn't. Shouts out Benji the moment. Shouts out Benji Vitali. Shouts out Boy if you don't. Shouts out Haiku King. Shouts out Edward Riggins. Shouts out everyone who's been here. Everyone who's contributing. Everyone who's part of the wave. I love you. I appreciate you. You're a bad motherfucker. Go forth and be mighty. I believe in you. You're great and you will do it. Go Ancestors Proud Make th-